Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, 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 it's the Relatively Black and Fat Podcast, man, and we back with a loaded edition, and as usual, it's your boy Heavy Handed Jay, and I'm joined on time by my man Eugene. Eugene, what up, family? What's going on with you, boss? You know, I have to make it on time, so you know, you, you changed the time for me, so I dare not be late with all this love. Absolute, absolute, man. We locked and loaded. I can't wait to get into this one, bro. Uh, but uh, look here, man. It's, it's Thursday night, 8 p.m. PST, Pacific Standard Time. What you got popping, bro? How How's the week treating you? You feel me? We don't catch up as much as we used to. We both on that early, early to rise, early to bed schedule. You feel me? I, I call it the grown man. Uh, the early to rise, early to bed. You know, that's when you live a real nigga's life. But uh, how's the week treating your fam? What you drinking on? Uh, well, the week has been decent, man. I've been getting to bed on time. So, uh, you know, that's been helping me with my, my, my energy throughout the day. Uh, can't complain, man. Uh, what am I drinking on? I got somewhat of a suicide going Y'all remember suicides back in the day. So a suicide is like when you mix all the sodas together um, and you got that drink. So I'm drinking somewhat of a suicide. My girl had some uh, some of this wild-ass uh, Jose Quavo mixed, pre-mixed alcohol. And then I uh, I poured me some vodka in it and uh, mm. some water. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got. And then I have one can of beer that I actually left upstairs that I, I meant to bring down with me to, to, to add to this concoction. And uh, so we're going to see. We're going to see what my tummy do with all of this different whatnots. Um, it wasn't that I didn't have enough of one or the other. The problem was I didn't have any twists. So I'd have to been out here drinking straight vodka, and I don't really feel like that right now. So I needed this little mix with the with the with the uh, the, the uh, tequila in it to to straighten me out. So you say you had a, a a gang of different sodas with some vodka. You see, these niggas do not listen, man. For the shit, they don't listen. So what I was saying is, I got a suicide, and I was describing what a suicide was was a, a bunch of sodas mixed together. 
And uh, I'm not I'm not sure if you're familiar with that term. This is a this is a ghetto kid at Sizzler thing, you know. When you finally get to go up there and and, and pour your own soda, you mix a little bit of everything, and uh, that's the suicide. So I was making that correlation to what I'm drinking tonight, which is uh, strawberry uh, that premix. uh, fucking tequila that uh, Quavo makes, so they got it pre-mixed with a little with some strawberry stuff, and uh, I put some vodka in that and some water. So I'm calling that a suicide. Um, and then I was explaining. I don't like that shit for sure, um, bro. I don't like that shit. Oh, you don't like that. That's a nice one. Well, that's what's going on. I don't fuck with you. you. (laughs) (laughs) That was something. (laughs) Man, you got some wild shit going over there, brother. That's way too much for my 37-year-old stomach. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have no twist, and I didn't want to drink boiler makers. I decided to do that. Mm, buddy, my my stomach uh can't take it, man. That's it's a little different for your boy right there. God damn. But uh, yeah, uh, myself, I'm, I'm you know a little more refined and sticking to the script. It's absolute and tonic. Absolute and tonic, you know. What I mean, absolute and tonic. That's all I'm doing. Ain't nothing, nothing major, nothing major. But uh, Thursday of the week, you know, ah, been fun, man. I don't know. It's always it's adventurous at this point for me. So I've had fun this week, man. Thursday night, eight o'clock. Uh, the news this week, bro. I'm calling it the weirdo week. The revelation of some of our fucking herald most heralded entertainers some of the the guys we have most pride in in the black community are being exposed to be fucking weirdos bro weirdos and i'm i'm kind of lost for words like you know i was like what's really good i i don't i don't understand like why is this happening is this a, all a conspiracy is there a narrative here but one thing that's for sure is that two pillars in the black community that we love, R. Kelly and Michael fucking Jackson, are being exposed to be fucking weirdos, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm usually, usually on the other side of this type of stuff with you. Um, who, who you want to who you want to get into first here, man? Because I got I got a, a, a whole lot to say. Okay, I mean before we get into either of these homies, I got to play this because, like I said, two people that we love are now on the chopping block as weirdos. So a lifetime of memory going down the drain. To keep stepping, but I
shit, man. It might be R.I.P. for Mike and R. Kelly, bro. But uh, fuck it. First, first. Now I tried to I tried to clip it up, and it don't look like I got the right shit here, cause it, it looks like it recorded way too long. But we'll we'll get in the kills, man. We'll get in the kills first. God damn it. Now, <laughs> Kelly. I don't know. I'll just start by saying I think Kells was going for a goddamn Oscar with all that acting. Now, before we dig in, let me play a little of this. I can't fast forward it. It don't look like I got, I didn't get to trim it how I wanted to. But uh, shit, let's see if we can listen to about maybe two minutes. If I know a lot of you niggas got ADD, so I can't play this too long. Let's listen, bro. I am surprised that you agreed to do it. Why are you sitting down with us today? I'm very tired of all of the uh, lies. I've been hearing things and, you know, and seeing things on the blogs and, you know, I'm just, I'm just tired. What are the lies that you're hearing that disturb you most? Oh my God. Um, all of them. Um, that little girl's trapped in the basement, helicopters over my house, mm -hmm. uh, trying to um, rescue someone that doesn't need rescuing because they're not in my house, handcuffing people, starving people. I have a harem, uh, what you call it, a, um, a coat. Mm -hmm. I don't even really know what a coat is, but I know I don't have one, you know. Mm -hmm. Have you done anything that you regret? Have you done anything wrong? Lots of things wrong when it comes to women that I apologize, but I apologize in those relationships at the time I was in the relationships. Have okay? you broken any laws when it comes to women? Absolutely not. The six-part series interviewed 50 people, mm -hmm. family members, your former tour manager, numerous women who all claim that you abused them. Yeah. Are you saying everybody in that documentary was not telling the truth about you? Everybody? If, if, if you really look at that documentary, which I'm sure you have, I have, everybody said something bad about me. Nobody said nothing good. Mm -hmm. They was describing Lucifer. I'm not Lucifer. I'm a man. I make mistakes, but I'm not a devil, and by no means am I a monster. I'm going to name the names. Andrea Kelly, your ex-wife, Kitty Jones, mm -hmm. Lisa Van Allen, Lizette Martinez, Geronda Pace, mm -hmm. Faith Rogers, yeah. Asante McGee. You're saying everything they said in that documentary about you is not true. They are lying on me. Why would these women say the same thing about you, that you are controlling, that you are abusive, that you tell women when to eat, when to go to the bathroom, when they can sleep, where they can dress. Why would all these women tell these different stories about you if they were not true? And they don't know each other. That defies logic to me. Right, right. Until you hear the explanation. You can start a rumor on a guy like me or a celebrity just like that. All you have to do is push a button on your phone and say, so-and-so did this to me. R. Kelly did this to me. And if you get any traction from that, if, you, if you're able to write a book from that, if you're able to get a, a, a reality show, then any girl that I had a relationship in the past that I, it just didn't work out, she can come and say the same exact thing. Are you blaming this on social media? I'm talking about the power of social media. In 2008, R. Kelly was found not guilty on 14 counts of child pornography after prosecutors in Chicago failed to convince a jury that he was a man seen in a sex tape with a girl as young as 13. What do you want to say to your fans? Last month, Kelly was indicted again. 
this time charged with aggravated criminal sexual abuse of four women, including three who the charges say were minors at the time. Have you ever had sex no. with anyone under the age of 17? No. Never? No. I have to tell you, it's so hard to believe that based on all that we've read I'm gonna and tell you what the women Gail, said about you. I'm what tell the women you said about you. What women said about me. What women, so nobody's allowed to be mad at me and be yeah. scorned and, and lie on me. Mm -hmm. So they're lying on you. That's your explanation. They're lying on you. Absolutely. 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 You feel that people have maligned your character. I have been assassinated. I have been buried alive. But I'm alive. So I think the point you're making is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you have never held anybody against their will. I don't need to. They, Why would I? Well, I'm, I'm, How stupid would never be held anybody. R. Kelly with all I've been through in my way, way past to hold somebody, let alone four, five, six, fifty, you said. Why, how stupid would I be to do that? I didn't say you That's were holding. That's stupid, guys. I didn't. Is this camera on me? Yes. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Don't Forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Hate me if you want to. Love me if you want. But just use your common sense. How stupid would it be for me to, with my crazy past and what I've been through, oh, right now I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement, and, and don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. Robert, Stop it. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. I gave y'all 30 years of my will. Robert. 30 years of my will. Y'all trying to kill me. You're killing me, man. This is not about music. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. You don't want to believe it. At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. His publicist helped calm him down. I hope this camera keeps... I don't fuck with you. Hey, man. That shit yeah. is hilarious. That shit is hilarious. Okay. I'm going to play a bit a devil's advocate here. Go ahead, Gene. Now, now first okay. let me preview Gene, y'all. Let me preview Gene. Every time out now, every time out, I don't know if this is the third or fourth now, he, he was in favor of Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett. Uh, who else we had you riding for? Uh, Kelly, the first Look, time out. When we start talking about Kelly, you, you said I'm I'm still rocking with Kells. I don't understand why Kells need to hold a gang of regular looking bitches hostage. Now, go and play your devil's advocate. I am. First of all, we acting like this shit's impossible for these ladies to be lying. And I know that's cap. You know, you're not supposed to say that, but. Uh, you know, people do lie. I'm not saying they are, but we we definitely acting like they ain't lying. Um, now, to to find it so hard to believe that these women are all lie, 
don't find that shit hard to believe. Now, I'm going to say that in Kelly's defense. But there is a tape that I've seen of Kelly pissing on a young lady. So Kelly is definitely a nigga who will piss on a young lady. And, you know, I don't know the depths of all of this weird shit Kells is doing. I can't say whether these new women are, are, are being truthful. But I'll say that I'm not going to touch it because I know the nigga than the least pissed on one 12-year-old. And that's where I kind of got to lay my hat at. I don't know, Kells, if all of this stuff is true, if they all, you know, I, I want to believe you. I want to believe that this is a whole setup. I don't know why they own you, Kells, but I can imagine. Well, I do. I mean, I, if if money is the motive, then, you know, they all got that. You know, there's a ton of money being made behind that for each and every one of them. Everybody got a book. So I, I get it that there's motivation for them to do this to you, Kells. Um, and I don't know what to believe, you know. I don't know big head broads. I don't, you know, shit. I don't know, Kells. But I will say you pissed on <laughs> one uh, young lady. And I uh, kind of got to just, it, I got to kind of ride with the, 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 the public, the general consensus, because you did piss on that broad. And uh, you did marry Aaliyah. You did marry Aaliyah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you did some things here, Kels. We got a little more things. than a smoking gun here, you know what I mean? We got to, you know, you add those two fucking things together. It's a bit more than a smoking gun, wouldn't you say? Definitely, Kels. And and that's that's where I got, like, I want to believe you done cried and jumped and did all kind of stuff in front of this old <laughs> black woman. That I was ashamed of. I couldn't hardly watch it, Kells, because I said, no, I want to believe you because I don't want a grown big six five man jumping and crying like this. And he's pretending, Kells. I did not want that to be the case. So I'm not going I'm not going to mess with you right there because I still don't want that to be the case. But however, you've done some things, boss, some things that are inexcusable and I've excused them. Right, and, I, and I've been racking my brain low ball, low ball, because I don't think about you that much, Kells, but low ball, like, why do I want to keep giving Kells so many chances? And I know he didn't marry the young broad, and I know he didn't pissed on the young broad. Like, I know these things, but I keep wanting to separate <laughs> Kells from his good-ass music. What's wrong you with you? You just said you know he didn't pissed on a young broad? Well, shit, you know. And my, my, That's you a know, lot. And, and I, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. And, but the, the 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 troubling part, I know all you super soldiers is real, and I'm not. Because the troubling part is when, as soon as I hear any kind of kills, I want to go in. I want to yeah. I want to revisit that time of life. I'm standing here looking in the mirror, saying damn to myself. When I Can hear that, we get up on? Man, all that shit slap, all of it. So, so I don't know what to do, Kells. I was asking my, my 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 cat today. I said, "Man, look, I know PC. I know PC. I know the politically correct thing to do is to just give up, Kells. But dog, is that really what we got to do? Now, I know this is insensitive, 
to any woman that's been abused or molested or raped. And I'm not even trying to I, – I, I'm a silly nigga. Just know that. But I, I ask my cats with all sincerity, dog, do we got to really give up kills or, like – not, because if we got to really let Kells go, shit, I don't know. I don't know. I, and that's bad. I know I'm terrible for this. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we got to let him go, boss. We got to let him go. Got to let him go. Got to, man. Got to. They I need mean, to have classes and meetings for niggas. They need to have some sort of help. For niggas like me who ain't quite go that easily, they need they, there's got to be a one eight hundred number. Somebody, one of y'all put up put together a one eight hundred number for uh, you know niggas who can't let Kells go, man. <sighs> yeah, that's real. Sign that's me real. up. Yeah. Look, Sign me up. I like you. I like you. Still feel every I don't see nothing and don't you remind me man look the catalog is too stupid like the shit fully slap it ain't like you gotta be in that full mood for it like kale shit slap all the way whether you in the mood or not and I'm you know we mentioning you know and, I, and I'm watching a documentary in the, the broads from way back in the day talking about honey love and I'm like, damn, honey love. Nigga, that's, that's OG. Man, like, that's what they was off with, Kills. Like, when he dropped in Chicago with honey love, he was lit. You know, I'm like, oh, shit. That's that's like, I was uh, about 10 or some shit when Kills was already sexing bitches now. But point is, gotta let him go, man. Gotta let him go. I don't want to. You don't want to. I don't think anybody wants to. That's the thing. Nobody wants to give them up, man. Nobody Look, wants to give them up. I don't give a fuck. You got to let them go, man. Got to let them go. I am. I am. Now, now, look. It's not the struggle that I, I may make it sound. Now, if my playlist is rocking when I'm listening to music, and I rarely do, to be to be 100% honest with you. And a Kells jam, come on. Believe me, for the first 30 seconds, I forget, I forgot that we can't do Kells, and I'm jamming mm-hmm. the Kells. Then I remember at some point, like, oh, shit, Kells, I can't. Like, I feel embarrassed. Like, I'm looking around at other cars, like, damn, did they see me slapping this Kells like this? So I turn mm-hmm. it down, and then I'm still rocking, then the guilt sets in. And I'm like, fuck, let me turn it, because I can't, I'm too guilty now. I don't like that, but I, I feel like it's probably the right thing to do. But I'll say this, and, and I'll leave Kells. I'll be done, let you get to him, man. All these motherfuckers probably been did some wild shit, though, low ball. Not kid fucking and all of that crazy whoa, 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 whoa. shit. Why do I you mean, feel the need, why do you feel the need to incriminate everyone to validate this fuck. <laughs> Why do you feel the need to do that? Because I'm silly and black, man, and, and you know, and that's the problem with me. Hate like, you, I, nigga, I am, man. like, 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 in some regard, I am like a silly black dude who's going to fight for a Gucci belt still because I got three or four of them. Like, I'm I that kind, you, and I got, and, and it's an issue for me because I know I ain't shit, right? 
like, and and I and I would hate any woman, black, white, or whatever, to feel like I'm against them because I'm like this. It's not. It's just something retarded in my own self brain. Like, don't never take offense to me with this Kells and Michael Jackson stuff, because it's hard. It's hard. And and, and and believe like I'm not like I gotta listen to Kells tonight. But if we sing too many Kells songs and something catch me, turning on in the shower. I don't know. I'm just like that, and and I'm really trying not to be. Pray for me, man, because I look. I gave up Jay Z, and it was much easier than Kells and 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 and, and MJ. Now Jay came out, you know, he's some sort of Luciferian and got all this devil shit going, and it wasn't hard for me to let Jig go. You know what I mean? Because it, it was completely uh, like he was out of line. You know, and these niggas are out of line. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, w- I, want, I want more people to talk about it so I don't feel so damn alone here. Because I feel like you motherfuckers is lying and acting like you ain't sneaking kills. He's become a guilty pleasure now. And I feel like if we all talk about it and get our feelings out, you know, that we can make some headway towards this change that y'all want to see. Look, man. The Kells shaming, R. Kelly shaming is real. Okay, if 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 I pull up on you, me having two daughters myself, and you over there bumping, I'm a flirt. I'm def- I'm staring you down. I'm staring you down. And, and I'm I'm damn near like wanting to fade with you, especially if I'm bringing my home, my girls home from school and you bumping that shit. But the R. Kelly's the R. Kelly shaming is real. But here's the reason. Here's the thing. I I, I hate you niggas because you niggas are cape for any nigga shit. OJ Simpson don't even fuck with niggas. R. Kelly is fucking niggas' daughters. And that's why I hate you niggas. Hate you black bastards. You stink. I hate your black skin. Hate your black pants. I hate black pepper. I hate black keys on the piano. I hate my gums because they black. I hate Whoopi Goldberg's lips. I hate the back of Forrest Whitaker's neck. (laughs) And most of all, (laughs) I hate that black ass Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I mean, B-Max said it the best. I, I feel you. And everybody, I, the police, judge me, because I'm shitty. I'm a shithead. Judge me. Give me it. I deserve every bit. I'm just being honest with you, man. I'm being honest with you. I, it's, it's hard for me, you know, especially with Kel. Now, now, Mike, we ain't got into Mike, but just on a Kel's level, that's, that's, that's truly tough for you, boy, you know, truly tough for me. Ah. Uh. Shit, man. I mean, definitely one of the greatest in R&B. Now, I don't know the lineage of R&B specifically. There is a lineage, but it's it's clouded, and I don't care to fuck with it too much. But R. Kelly definitely being the recent torchbearer of the of R&B, man, undoubtedly. I mean, whether it was Michael Jackson before him or fuck it, maybe Usher. I don't know how you want to do this thing. But um, R. Kelly was the guy. 
and has been the guy who's held who's held who's held who's held it down, you know, for us. The culture, step in the name of love, changed the game when shit was gangster and Fifty Cent was like, you know, you ain't a wangster if you ain't pop nothing and uh, get rich or die trying all that. Yeah, shit. right on time. You know what I mean? And came in there and changed shit up and brought that smooth and that clean back and reminded us we were smooth. You know what I'm saying? So it's hurtful, man. It hurts. It hurts to have to. So, so what you telling this, me? So we after the show, show goes off. You still got your phone on for some reason. For no reason in the world, you're listening to music. And then you just hear that. Said I know. That's it. Are you going to stop that? Are you going to stop it really fast? Are you going? Are you going to get at least the the next two words? Turning it off until somebody tell me. (laughs) Well, shit, you was just as bad as me. I never said I wasn't. Shit. Man, the song, like I said, they slap slap. You know, them shits ain't just like, uh, you know, them shits is cool. That's my little shitty shit. You know, no, that's everybody's shitty shit. You know, they're like, that's the name of love to come on at two in the morning and every black person in your house sleep. I guarantee you, if one of y'all get up and start frying chicken and cooking, everybody getting up and groove into that shit. 100%. (laughs) Niggas getting up, grooving the fried chicken. What the fuck? Niggas is not grooving the fried chicken, man. Oh man, if it's two o'clock in the morning, you were in a bad sleep. You woke by a little noise and the aroma of fried chicken, and you get on up and make your way to that kitchen and wifey in there with step in the name of love and chicken frying. Nigga, you are into that shit. Now, you might try um, to bullshit her a little bit, but you halfway like, damn, babe, you in here rocking? You know, you got uh, a little ditty bop coming in. Oh, I'm I'm going to slide up on her. You know what I'm saying? I'm going <laughs> to slide up grooving. <laughs> I'm going to slide up on her. Now. Shit. Any of that chicken done yet? Shit. Shit, where you All at right, with now. it? Oh, you can turn that off now. Shit, that shit ready. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you blacks ain't shit. But but see now, the funny part is, everybody who get that understand fully that you in there grooving and you and Bay about to have a good moment and Kel well, we is, is, is the key. We about see, to that's the thing us. now. Now you want to now you want me to come in there like what the fuck is that R. Kelly? What the fuck? I kill you. <laughs> hey. Now, I'll tell you a story. This reminds me of a story. Nigga, one time, me and the homeboy was at his girl's. uh, Basically, I was, you know, kind of third willing to some degree with with a homie just kicking on a Friday night, Saturday night, whatever. uh, Going to a house party. Now, the house party was lit, 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 like in, in every way a nigga could want. But now, me and my boy, we kind of in the mix. It's a, you know, we in the mix over here. Now, his girl, apparently some cats is doing karaoke up front. 
and somebody say something real anti-God, like basically F God or whatever. Um, she's like, come on, we're out of here, guys. They're dissing God. We like, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, what's, slow down now. Um, we still like being here. Now, let's talk about this. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Now let's talk about this. You're you're being hasty. You know what that word means? Hasty. You're making irrational decisions. You're making irrational to fucking decisions now. Let's talk. But long story short, we got the fuck up out of there, and I, me and my partner, was not ready to go. But that alludes to what you're saying to, like, you know, saying something is bad, but shit. Now you're sure. You know, <laughs> you absolutely positive. You know, yeah. uh, I, I haven't since since this whole R. Kelly allegation shit has damn this is not good has come out, uh, and I've been frontlining on how to feel like I'm not fucking with it, but I've yet to take him off of my any of my playlists, which. There's plenty of R. Kelly songs on my R&B playlist. Yet to take them off. And when I'm in the gym and I'm on the playlist, I don't skip the song. However, I'm not fucking with Kells. And, you know, Kells. I don't fuck with you. Go ahead, bro. Well, you not fucking with them as much as any regular black ain't fucking with him. So that means Kells is like publicly in any conversation, you ain't shit. But when Bump and Grind comes on, niggas is not skipping it. Um, I, I I hope to change that someday about myself. Because Kells, you, I know two definite times you've been a real piece of shit here. I don't know nothing about this new shit and all these big heads regular looking women you dated. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean, big head know. regular? I mean, these are some big head jokers. I don't know, man. Don't give me stuff. <laughs> I'm a person with a big head, too, so I feel like I could say that. But I, I, now I'm about to get into places I never wanted to be publicly again. But I, I, I won't lie. I was surprised. No, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now you're calling the alleged victims big headed jokers. <laughs> <laughs> now could you elaborate could you elaborate on what that means? Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, that that was totally out of line. I'm not even gonna try to clean it up, man. You you ladies are beautiful, strong women and you know, more power to you, man. I I, I ain't even about to try to Make it like I, I'm saying something right here, and I told y'all. This is what you gotta understand about me. Where I'm fucked up and retarded at, I'm really fucked up and retarded in that area. Where I'm good, I'm really good in that area, and that is the conflict of my life. And uh, you know, if I ever do anything big in life, and y'all can recall these podcasts, I just want everybody to fully know that that's kind of how I am. You know, I'm like really, really shitty about some things and retarded and against the grain and then, you know, I'm pretty sensible about other things. So you know, I guess you gotta why, why, why can't that. why can't 
you as an R. Kelly fan, just tell a motherfucker, like, if somebody be like, you know, hey, man, you, you still supporting R. Kelly? That's all right. Don't worry about what the fuck I be doing. Why not? See, see, the problem is we in it. Now, believe it or not, we started the shame game, black people. We started and we had to because we didn't have any other weapons. I'm going to give you a brief history lesson. You know, Martin Luther King um, and uh, Emmett Till's mother, you know, they're the kind of pioneers of this American shame game. And it started, obviously, mentioning those two, the two folks, you know, as a, as a, as a uh, you know, a, a black, a, you know, black uh, uh, person trying to uh, combat the, the ills of racism, you know. And violence and things like that. So we we we, we pioneered this thing, and the reason why yeah yeah we now do, man. we, we were say, very good at it, <clears throat> and that was yeah and Malcolm and, and now and, it's kind of go ahead bro. hitting us because well well now you know we got to kind of be subject to it um, as far as R. Kelly goes, because we started this thing. So you can, you, you, you know, we got to kind of eat a little bit of it. Um, and you can't say you don't, I mean, you can, but then you're ignorant and you kind of don't care about black women. If you really jump out there, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm listening to Kells. That's what that means, you know, to, and when I can honestly say, that's not how I feel. I just like the song. But that's literally how that's going to be taken, and you're you you set yourself up to be R. Kelly shamed. <sighs> Depending on the day you catch me, yeah, I may not really give a fuck if you want to R. Kelly shame me. But most of the time, I, I I'm R. Kelly shaming myself because I feel bad listening to the guy. <sighs> yeah, you do, man. And you know, I still like him. But I'll never get over the fact that I feel like, you know, Kelsey's a young broad and I I can't fuck with Kells like that. You know what I mean? Like, Kells, you gotta ain't no reason for it. Now when the nigga is on on the shit with Gail King, now the, the interviewer in the in the footage that you heard earlier, is Gail King. Gail King, famously known as Oprah's best friend. That's what Gail is King is. Is that who that for. is? Yes. That's who that is. Now I thought that's who that was, but I never knew old Gail's last name, and I can't say that I've ever seen her, but I've heard about her. And I thought to myself, I wonder if it's that R. Kelly. I mean, this uh, Oprah Winfrey's little jump off. So it is. Okay, that's good to know. Good to know. She got the Absolutely. R. Kelly interview. Score, score. No doubt she Oprah let her get that. She got the kills. So, you know, and <clears throat> look, obviously there's some behind the con- the curtain conversation with R. Kelly and team. And his publicist said, all right, Robert, it's time for you to have that sit down. That's what it's time for. Now, you know, this is last resort. R. Kelly has never had that Barbara Walter, you know, that that sit down, that sit down. You know, he's never had it, that candid, 
you know, the the last sit down we seen with R. Kelly could have possibly been that BET joint with him and Aaliyah with fucking dark glasses and cross colors on playing. Since then, R. Kelly has been pretty recluse. You know, he is, is you know, he's he's hard to find Kells. On on a candid sit down. On a candid sit down. So now well, we have R. Kelly. Would... So yeah, that's what I'm getting to. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Because this is a a crazy ass choice to pick Oprah's best exactly. friend, which is a skin black woman. Uh, yeah. What she um, can't relent at all? She got to be hard in a paint. So I'm saying, so R. Kelly and team publicist said, Kells, it's time for a sit down. Now of all of all the venues, anybody's taking Kells right now. Any fucking platform in the fucking world is taking Kells. Dog, you could have got the loosest, the loosiest, goosiest shit, and it still did whatever it needed to do. Kells could have even, I, I, I think even ABC with Barbara Walters and them old son of a bitches wouldn't have been this grilling ass fucking, this bitch is about, is grilled this nigga. How could you not have known? How could you not have known about to run into this wall? Go ahead, bro. That that puzzled the the heck out of me, man. I I I didn't get like why are you going to this lady? Cause she even if she believe you, she can't publicly believe you. Like you know, I I feel like he had a better shot going you know at some type of you know, middle-aged white woman that kind of, you know, might buy it a little bit. But um, you went for Grizzle Black Mama that finally got her shot, you know, and Oprah ain't around. Like, she's got to go hard, man. Man, that nigga could have came on The View with all them little broads. He could have came on that shit, uh, Good Morning America with Ripper and Michael Strahan. He could have came on some loosey goosey ass early morning show. It don't matter where it is. It's gonna be you. But you wanted to go to. I, I just don't. That publicist needs to be fired. Is what I want to get. Which to. which makes me feel like it was some paper involved. And, and yeah, you know, they were the highest bidder because this so, is so, not a move oh. you make. So let me connect the dot. Because in the same week, and I don't know if we need to segue here, but in the same week, now you got Gail King, right? You got Gail. Best friend is who? Oprah. Oprah's dropping. Oprah's the one who dropped this nasty Mike document, this nasty Michael Jackson document, documentary. Really? This is a product of Oprah, huh? Oh, this is all Oprah. And that, that's been a lot of talk. And if you want to segue here, it's a perfect segue. But that's talking to community like, God damn, Oprah, why you have to be the one to wow. to drop the deep, the deep, dark Mike Jack documentary. Now, look, man, I'm going to be really terrible with this because I'm about to say something. If we've if we've officially segued into Mike. I'm about to say Fuck something you. pretty shitty. Pretty shitty, bro. And I don't even know. Look, man. 
for all my blacks. This is for my blacks now. Dog, this nigga definitely slept in the bed with a lot of white kids. I don't know about any other man out there in the world, but let me tell you something about me. Okay? Me, Eugene. My dick gets hard at night. Period, point blank. It don't have to go nowhere or do nothing. It'll just get hard. For that reason, my kids don't sleep in my bed because I'm not comfortable with that. Because I don't know what the fuck's going on. Okay? I'm sleep. <laughs> I'm, you know, I don't want my hard dick around my kid. Period. I know some of you niggas, I don't not judging anyone. My dick gets hard. You just mine. And I don't want a kid in my bed with, with my hard dick, okay? Now, there are times when my daughter gets in my bed. So I purposely have a whole nother cover that I wrap up in and sleep up on the wall. Why? Because my dick gets hard. I don't, for no reason. So, look, I am Mr. Opposed. No, she can't sleep in here. Why? Because I don't want her to. Right? Because I know that. Now, this is not no weird shit going on with my kid. This is some personal shit going on with me. I figure most niggas' dicks get hard. So if Mike's wrapped up in sheets with these motherfuckers, believe me, it was a hard dick involved. Period. I don't know if he fucked them with that hard dick or whatever, but it, it was a hard dick involved. And that's where <laughs> I'm like, you niggas are out of your goddamn mind. Okay, there ain't nothing innocent about a grown man inviting kids into his bed knowing that he get a hard dick in the middle of the night. I say what you will. I'm just telling you. Fuck all I don't fuck with you. If you if you you grown enough to understand just like ladies, you know, like so one time and it, and, it, and, it, and this might not click, but I think it will. One time I um I came you know from work a lady at work uh that worked for me she said you know hey um this is embarrassing but you know my 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 cycle started and I you know I, you know I need to leave basically that she perioded on herself so of course me being a man I'm like oh shit man no problem don't ever tell me that again just say you gotta go. So I get home and I tell my wife, like, hey, this is what happened. And she like, you're you're stupid. Like, she you literally called me stupid. I'm like, what the fuck? She, like, she just wanted to leave. I'm like, no, she, her shit popped. That woman's grown. She know when her period about to come. Now, I don't have periods. I have no idea how that works. But I, I imagine a woman knows, you know, she gets some kind of feeling or tingly or I don't know. But she knows that period's happening. I also know that my dick's going to get hard in the middle of the night. So, that I won't... I, I don't fuck with you. Now, I don't know if you say you don't fuck with me or you don't fuck with Mike, but I'm done. That That's my shit right there. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I don't fuck with you or Mike in this instance. Um, 
you and your personal cover in the bed. Um, yeah. I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. And I fucks with that. I understand. I knew it was going to be something to say, but that's the part. Now, now, now I didn't see the mic doc. doc. I didn't see it. But I, I, you know, I went on and went and researched as much as I can. They had something. I sent it to you. Somebody posted something like debunking uh, leaving Neverland. Now the whole time they okay. So the whole time they're debunking leaving Neverland, like they're making the point that yes, this this nigga had kids in his bed at all times of the day and night, and that was like the cool (laughs) thing, and that's what (laughs) fucked with me. Now I don't hey, know what this wild ass white cat doing. Hey, that nigga said it on the first story. He said it might beat his cheeks on the on the first occasion, but on the second story though, Mike beat his shit yeah. up on the third occasion. All kind of wild shit, but what the but the Mike definitely beat his shit up. You know what I'm saying? At some point, as far as they concerned, Mike definitely touched that kid. But my whole my the part that I couldn't get over. It's like in the in the testimony and, and and under oath and everybody was like, yeah, the kid slept there. This it was random. It was a bunch of kids, and I'm just like, well, uh, yeah. First of all, what the fuck is that? Should be a crime, in my opinion. I don't know what he did to these kids, but I know that you're not supposed to sleep in the bed with kids. That's not supposed to be a thing. And random ass kids at that. And then beyond all of my personal Look, bro, grudges, bro, yeah, me and you, family, me and you as best of friends as friends could get, ain't yes, neither sir. of us finna sleep with neither of us motherfucking daughter. If either of us here, nigga, our daughter had to be sick as a motherfucker tripping at night at either of our houses for nigga to be like, yeah, man, your daughter slept in the bed with me and wifey, or I'd have had to but lay see, in and the here's bed. The, here's the here's the fucking like, am I am I a paraplegic? Because I I'll get up out the bed and suit to the couch if she was dreaming bad or whatever she needed to do. Because I'm not sleeping in the fucking bed with your kid. Like under what fucking pretenses, circumstances, scenarios is that the move? Look, bruh, we we didn't got into it, so we we've officially segued. Let me play. Let, let's play the audio. Michael's alleged grooming started early on. Both Robson and Safe Chuck shared similar stories of how they each got involved with Michael. Robson was discovered by Jackson when he was just seven years old. He had won a dance competition, which earned him an invitation to perform on stage with the King of Pop during his bad tour. While Safe Chuck, who was around nine, met Michael on the set of a Pepsi commercial, he ended up going on tour with Michael during the same portion of the bad tour that Robson was a part of. Both men detailed their budding relationships with Michael, starting off with regular phone conversations. Both spoke on his ability to make them feel special by spending hours getting to know them. The phone calls then turned to home visits, starting off at the Havenhurst house where Michael lived, and then evolving to visits at the boys' personal home. Save Chuck's mother specifically described seeing Michael as one of her sons and expressing her love for him. Michael would gradually increase the distance between the boys and their families. 
Once Michael would establish a close relationship with the boys, he would increase the distance between them and their families. He would allow the parents and siblings to go on tour with them, but he allegedly would put them on an entirely different hotel room floor from him and their sons. The same would go for sleepovers at Havenhurst and Neverland. Safe Chuck and Robson recalled that once they reached the part in the relationship where they would sleep in the same bed as Jackson, the rest of the family would sleep in a guest house. Michael was strategized to avoid getting caught. In Finding Neverland's first night, both Robson and Safe Chuck detailed the ways Michael would attempt to hide his alleged sexual abuse. They said that Michael would instill fear in them when he flat out would say that if they got caught, they would all go to jail. They also revealed that he had an elaborate system in place to avoid being discovered, such as having a hallway in Neverland that had bells set up to ring in case an unwanted witness was approaching. According to Save Chuck and Robson, Michael also had them run drills, making them practice getting dressed quickly in case anybody walked in. Michael. Uh, yeah. Mikey Mike. First Love of all, when you talk to, see, I'm already not fucking with Michael my own things. Now, I don't know all this grooming shit that happens. That shit sounds crazy as fuck, but. It sounds super devious and crazy, but if that shit's real, that nigga's definitely a piece of shit. But I'm going to write him off already because the nigga just willing to have a little white kid sleeping over. And then, like, they got a huge-ass house. I'm sure his room is big as fuck for everybody if we got all sleeping here together. And then, how the and this is all alleged, right? But what the fuck? Like, my kid is somewhere with your ass sleeping, and I'm in some guest house chilling with the rest of the fam, like, nah, it's good, Mike just like to sleep with my little nigga, that's all, like, what the fuck, like, how is that even <laughs> a real the thing, like, that's the part, that's the part, that's the part, that's the part that had me tripping all motherfucking day, so what the bitch basically said is, and I'm sorry for that, um, um, ladies, I'm working on my shit, you know, I'm working on it. Um, what the the lady said is basically Mike get in cool with you and basically he'll fly you out say we all going to Orlando to Disney World Mike will fly, fly you and your, your whole family out but you know your son he he in, the, he in Mike's room for the night yeah, and but 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 caveat caveat, bro. The lady says she looked at Mike as a son. So let, 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 so we gotta hold that out. Now I know it sounds far fetched, but if you actually looking at a nigga, now just you have to just um in, in this instance I want you and the listener to to say hey that's what it was. You look at this grown nigga as like a big kid because that's what it seems these all these people said it was like like she said she looked at him as his, as her son even though the nigga at the time was in his 30s. So what what it keeps seeming to be when in all these stories illustrated is that Mike is like a big fun ass kid. He's just this I don't know how you look at a 30-something-year-old megastar as that. I don't know. Maybe my horizon isn't, you know, it, is, it isn't expanded enough. I, I can't. And that's that's legible. That's legitimate. But 
I do know it's a 30-something-year-old man, but I do, I, I can somehow understand, like, damn, no, I'll be looking at this nigga like, oh, Mike, Mike got girls, of course he's fucking trillionaire Mike. For some reason, he loves my son, who, you know, now these kids are like dancers and things, though. So there's association. There's not like this just a random white kid who don't do nothing. No, these niggas on tour with him, a part of the show. Dancers, you know, as we'll go on to know. So, what do you what Look, do you think man, about it, bro? Look, no offense, I'm on my shit right now. No offense to anyone out there. Now, Mike couldn't do this to a black kid because ain't no black mama playing this shit. Now, we can get that dough about you and, you know, all of that. And you could be cool. You cool, but you ain't kids sleep in the room cool. That ain't happening. You not that cool, nigga. So, first of all, assuming that Mike did all this work, which I am, I am, I am leaning towards, yes. I don't know, but is this an assumption? Dog, money to some people is extremely real. And if you a person who it, it says, okay, Mike's like, hey, uh, so I'm going to sleep with your little boy, and um, you guys can sleep in the guest house. That's cool. If you're like, yeah, Mike, that's cool. See, dog, you know, you're a certain type of person to fuck with that. Regardless, no, look, no, um, look, look, look. Now, now Mike then bought you a crib. Yeah, and your son now your son swearing to you that ain't nothing happened, and he didn't bought fuck you a full five hundred thousand dollars crib. See, see, and this this is where I'm like fuck him because I don't believe this little son of a bitch. Dog, come on. We, but again, you 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 that you put yourself there. You know your kid swearing. First of all, it ain't gonna be no like what what y'all doing in that room with the door closed last night. That's because that shit's not happening on my watch. But assuming somehow some room sleepover happened, I don't know how the fuck that would happen. But, dog, I'm not, I'm going to drill my kid. But I thought I'm just an old school ass dickhead because the fuck you sleeping in the, why the fuck you ain't wake me up, nigga? Why you ain't put him in here with me? I beat your ass. Like, like what the, who, who, who crosses that line? Like, I'm trying to think of ways where my somehow my kid could have ended up in there. I'm faded or something for some stupid reason. Like, dog, I'm waking up hot. What the fuck? Ain't no, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand, dog. I don't understand. I don't understand. This is a stranger. Stranger danger. Like this is sure, a nigga. This like is a nigga shit. who skin uh, ain't right no more, nose different. This ain't a regular person, any a stranger, and he got some issues where he's fucking up his face and shit. Like, dog, there's not, I, I don't know, dog, there, I got a kid, I got a kid, he, he, he's in college, he wants to go to NFL. You're like, that's his dream, that's his fucking dream, dog. And all his life, dog, that was his dream. And there's been several coaches and shit throughout the year. Dog, I ain't never, not once, like, yeah, go with the coach away from me. And 
be in that you and him somewhere. Not once. I don't give a fuck about coach. I fuck coach up. Coach gets fucking with you while I'm fucking with you. Period. Like, who the fuck's like, hey, go along with this strange-ass man that wants to be alone with you? Like, who the fuck does that? Well, obviously, somebody, but not me. I don't like that shit. For sure, bro. I don't like that shit. Yeah. I don't like that shit, man. I, I, like, I, I'm with you. Uh, the point where it gets past, uh, you're not with us tonight. Now, I can see. Now, I'm trying to hold out every caution I could and say, like, maybe it's a gang of kids in Mike room, and that's how, you know, they get down. That's the little tradition. Oh, all the kids go to Mike room. I get it. And I'm like, okay, we on we on the motherfucker, we in the goddamn resort. All the kids ever now it's other parents. They can see, I can only way I can see it is like it's other parents. And Mike got the big suite, and all the kids fuck around up in Mike shit. Now I'm like, damn, Mike's a gracious ass nigga, man. Goddamn, if I was a I, now I'm in my room telling my my woman like, goddamn, we laying up in this jacuzzi. If I'm Mike, babe, I'm like, God, that nigga Mike weird as a motherfucker, babe. That nigga gay. Because, uh, shit, I'm a megastar like Mike. Shit, I sure wouldn't have a room for the kids alone. And then I'll start tripping. Then I'll start tripping. Yeah. I don't like that shit. Man. Sure, bro. <laughs> I don't like that shit. See, now, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a already be tripping from the request. The fuck you mean? Like, so, I, but my, see, my, you know, you, you, I don't know, but I, I, I know there's requests that other adults. Like I remember one time, uh, it was like some let's play in the alley shit or some shit. And my kids want to go with some other broads and her kid, and I'm like, nah, you know, they, no, you can't go play in the alley. For one, definitely, I'm against you playing in a fucking alley. For two, I don't think this broad is all of that fucking ready for 10 kids playing in the alley if that was an okay thing to do. I'm just not a parent. Now, dog, this is just my own personal insecurities. Now, these shits could be fine. It could be a big... But, but see, my thought when it's like, all oh, the kids are going to sleep in Mike's room. Yay! See, I'm like, what the fuck is that about? Because I'm a grown-ass man and I don't want to fucking trillion kids. If I'm a billionaire, I'm rich. I'm going to treat y'all good, take y'all to all the Disney shit, and then you motherfuckers are going to stay somewhere away from me for the night. And I'm about to curl up next to what I curl up next to. I am not... You think My room is off limits, nigga. Like, what the fuck? I don't even want my own goddamn kids coming in my room too often. But I want all you strange motherfuckers asking me questions all night? Like, I just don't understand how how in a parent's mind does that seem okay. We're going to all put on our pajamas and brush our teeth, and we're all going to just jump in the same bed and just talk about our fucking dreams all night and peacefully fall asleep, and it's going to be so cute and fun. Like, where does that even, how does that make sense to you? There's more, bro, so... There's more mic commentary, man, and like I said, this is this this is almost morning. You know, we're morning right now. We're venting. 
This is this is what's happening. But there's more commentary. Let's listen. Michael's lawyers held mock interviews with the alleged victims. When Michael was accused of sexual abuse by Jordan Chandler, Michael's lawyers were prepping for any potential testimony or questioning. Robson and SafeChuck were contacted and coached by Michael's team, who would play the roles of police officers and lawyers. It was there that they learned how to respond if evidence was found of what they were doing with Michael. Michael maintained regular communication when he needed to. As the docuseries went on for its second night, it became clear that Michael's pattern was to cut off communication with each boy when he was involved with another. But that changed when the Chandler trial was going on. Robson and Savechuck said that their communication with him would increase as the trial unfolded. Robson said Michael would call every day during the trial as well as whenever a new charge popped up. Michael played a weird role in their lives. Even as Robson and Savechuck described their abuse, it's apparent that their love for Michael clouded whatever horrors they went through with him. Their loyalty and disbelief that they were victims started to make some sense when they described their relationship with Michael. Not only did Robson say he was head over heels for Michael, but he also said that as a dancer and performer, he always strived for his approval. Savechuck also said that he felt Michael wanted him to depend on him. Michael supported his dreams of being a filmmaker by convincing him to skip school and funding many of Savechuck's short films. On top of that, Michael also bought the Save Chucks a home. He had helped purchase the home by giving them a loan, and they would make payments back to him. Save Chuck's mother says that around the time of his trial, he asked her to stop making the payments because it was a gift from him. Michael made Robson hide evidence. At one point, Robson revealed that during his last sexual encounter with Michael, he attempted to penetrate him. When it became too painful, Jackson stopped. However, after that encounter, Robson was summoned by Jackson to warn him to get rid of his underwear if it had any blood on it. Robson said that there was blood and he proceeded to get rid of the evidence. Obviously, Mike was piping out shit for blood. Oh, that's just too disturbing to listen to, bro. <laughs> I, I, I pray to God that that's bullshit, man. Cause that, I mean, when you think about like we 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 venting in our own ways and everything, but if this actually happened to this kid, you know what I mean? Like, so that's a fucking like a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I just that's a fucking lot, man. I can't believe. I, I hope that shit's not real. I hope it's not. I, I went out on the limb for Smollett, and I I really wanted Smollett to to you know have him telling the truth, cause I, I just feel like damn man, this shit can't be bad. Like fuck, nigga, that shit's crazy. Uh, you know, this kid's fucking around with blood in his drawers and this fucking weirdo. I don't know, but I'll tell you this. Whoever the fuck, I don't know, dog. I guess you don't know. I mean, there's some sort of, you know, there's some sort of screen up where you, you know, maybe they just didn't see it. You know, I mean, I, I, I hope it's that, and they wasn't offering the kid up to this fucking head. But uh, you know, it just seems to me like, damn man, you, you can't be okay with your kid sleeping in the bed with this grown man. You, the, you know, the parents are grown. They have sex. You know, the mama done 
slept in the bed enough time with a dude to know his dick gets hard at night. Like, I, I don't know what part of this makes it like, all right, go ahead and sleep with, you know, this this dude. I don't know, but it's just, just all kind of crazy, man. Whew. <clears throat> man, shit, that nigga Mike. Man, then I seen a cold-ass flick with Mike with a goatee. With that white face with that skinny nose. Fuck me oh, up. Oh, yeah, I seen that one. I'm damn near scared to oh, go to sleep man. tonight. <laughs> Mike and the Kruger in that picture. <laughs> what a deep, yeah, what a goddamn goatee. I'm like, oh, no, this nigga's really still a man under all this wild shit. <sighs> shit. Mike, Mike, you're dead. So you probably, you know, you did all this oh, shit. You're probably burning up. Damn. Oh, shit. Mike, Mike. A lifetime of memory going down the drain. Going down the drain, Mike. Gotta get stepping, Mike. It's hard to get past the pain because he was a cold ass nigga. I, I can remember here not too long ago. Like YouTube and then getting lost in all Mike's little fresh 80s and early 90s shit he was doing, you know. And, and I'm sure for someone 10 years older than me, Michael Jackson holds a similar place as R. Kelly does. And and, and that is rough on you. Like Mike ain't too hard. It's not a Mike jam. I don't think I even have a Mike jam on my playlist. You know, it's possible I you know, wouldn't hear another Mike song for years. But for those of you who came up with Mike, who are in that demographic, in that generation, I know it sucks, man, when you want to hear a little Beaded or some fucking uh, Dirty Diana or Billie Jean or whatever your jam is. But just, And I'm fucked up because, I, I mean, I just cape like a motherfucker lowball for R. Kelly. But I really feel like you can't fuck with this nigga, man, because he definitely asleep with a white kid in the bed. And for me, I don't know, man. That's what that's, that's <laughs> and it's, I'm laughing because it's fucked up because R. Kelly been pissed on a bra and 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 married a younger one. And I and and I should be the same for both of them. And, and that's just terrible. I, I'm gonna stop talking, man. I feel like. I'm just backing myself further and further into a corner. Well, man, there's going to be, and I'm surprised, I'm slightly surprised at you because there's going to be people, and I thought you were going to be one of them, who are out here caping regardless. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck how ridiculous the, the guy's explanation for shit is. Jesse Smollett, we don't give a fuck. There's still people out here don't give a fuck. I'm still riding. You know, and I, I, I'm happy that you, you're able to be objective when things seem flagrant. But, you know, there's going to be plenty of people out there, man, that feel like, you know, no, don't talk about my Michael Jackson. Do not talk about my, and, and, and go willing, you know, there's been fights behind Kobe and Michael Jordan. You know, literal niggas who's had chunkums behind talks of that. And there's going to be people when you, when you badmouth Mike. Did I say no! I, oh, shit! 
Say it again. Say something else. Oh! Say something else. Say something else, nigga. Ain't no motherfucking yeah. question. Ain't no question. Look here, man. Chill my vibe with all this Mike and Kells. That's why I don't like the topic of the day. Because these niggas do our... Oh, oh. Let me just throw this out here. And and, it, and who gives a fuck, right? Because this is, you know. But is it not strange to anybody out there, um, present company included, that... Black iconic men of a certain status are just hap- happen to be going to jail for different sorts of rapes all of a sudden. Just a little strange to me, not saying these motherfuckers didn't do these crimes. I'm with you. I'm going with the majority. Fuck them. They did it. I'm with you. But uh, is it not just a tad bit strange? Just a tad. Just a tad. You know, after a black president hit and everybody see this smart Negro up doing smart shit and eloquent and fly and, you know, doing all his good shit, that then directly after, you know, black kind of heroes to some degree, um, you know, they're rapists. They rape. Oh, this is strange to me. I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, they didn't. They don't rape. And another thing. Ah, oh, see, this one I want to say, but I, I'm not, and I'm, I'm really holding my tongue. Why are you being reserved, man? Why are you reserved? We want the real Eugene. Now, we've noticed you've been holding back. You've been trying to be a different Eugene in 2019. Cut that Absolutely. shit out. Give us, give us the, the genie <laughs> Eugene we've come to know and love. Oh, man, I ain't going to get caught out there with what I'm with. Because I'm going to tell you <laughs> off the air, and you're going to be like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> But uh, man, I just like to, just like I said, I, I don't know if that means anything. It's just, it's curious to me. Just, just a tad, just a tad. Now, see one more icon go down. Now, you just started a trend on me now. Now, if Snoop or something get caught fucking raping shit, I'm I'm a halfway have a look. Like, I'm going to tilt my head to the side now on you white folks. Oh, you know, now the dog is raping. The dog, him too. So, so you know, spread this shit out a little bit because you hit me, you know, two piece in a biscuit real fast now, and I and I got to kind of wonder. And there, there's a whole nother side to that thought process that I, I am not gonna talk about on the air, but I don't like that shit for sure, bro. I don't like that shit. And, and for those of you who don't know, that that's from uh. That's your belly. <laughs> now get your belly together. And, and I ain't oh, even get that clip. I just remember it. That's my one nigga with the perm from belly. I forget his name, though. Rico. But, uh, Rico. Yeah. Rico, yeah. Oh, man, I have Black to. Black movie. Nigga eating a heavy banana. Yeah, I don't like that shit. For sure, bro. I don't like that shit. The next thing you say, you're going to have to drop a dime on a nigga, which was wild to me at the time. That nigga homeboy was like, yeah, they they slanging. They slanging real good. That nigga Rico was eating a banana. That nigga, nigga, nah, the the scene started like some big head nigga, some local big head nigga named Rico. Little did we know some local big head nigga named Rico 
you know, was about to drop dime on us. Then it pans to Rico and his partners. His partners like, yeah, they slanging. There they go right there. They slanging. They slanging real good. Rico eating a banana heavy with banana crumbs on his lip. Rico is also infamously, yeah. famously, yeah. belovedly yeah. motherfucking known as Kane. From yeah. motherfucking menace to society. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Tyron something or other. Tyron something. But Kane, nonetheless, in the motherfucking green 5.0 drop top on gold motherfucking D's. Shitting on you. And With crack the nugget to watch on. Nugget. With the gold nugget watch niggas forgot about. Yeah, man. 90s. How much time we got, player? Oh, we got 40 minutes. We got timey time. Preach. Okay, shit. Well, see, here it is. I'm a, uh, this is my, uh, sex night. So, I promise to be back upstairs by 9.30. So, let me see what type of time, Mark. I got 10 minutes. See, for you, now, now, this is, this is new. This is new. Now, this is what comes. With fucking leaving your house at 5.30 in the morning, you know, and not getting back to after 6. You're tired in the motherfucker. So you got to start. You only got time to really do one thing, you know, aside from showering and shaving and all of that. You only got time to accommodate one other thing. So what I've done is, you know, Monday I don't fuck with nobody. Tuesday... I mess with the kids, and Wednesday I mess with the kids. Thursday, you know, it's it's, it's me time again, but you know now it's, it's a sex night, and Friday is a sex night, but Friday is also date night. So, you know, we go to a little little dive bar around the corner. We go walk to, and then Sunday is also a sex night. So. Now, the great thing about this and the horrible thing about this, you can't tell your woman there's a sex night because that shit's got to happen regardless. If you tell her there's a sex night, then it's got to happen. Now, I don't know what all you sorry dick niggas do, but I know that when you tell, if I tell my woman that there's a sex night afoot, nigga, there's a fucking sex night afoot. No matter what, I could have fought a fire today and, fucking saved 10 babies and got lung cancer. This sex night better happen. And uh, so that's the dangers of that. But then the, the pluses of that is, you know, you, you know that today it's okay fully that y'all can't fuck with me and I ain't fucking with y'all. You know, now this all kind of Exactly, exactly, and 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 and, and you know that's the realest shit. That for for those of you that don't know, that's my the Bundy. You know that's married with the children now. Now when you was a kid watching that, you didn't get it. You didn't get it. Now now you might have thought Al was some sort of sorry nigga in the bed, but see Al can bust Peg on down and within seconds. And Peg always wanted them seconds from Al. So don't get it fucked up. Don't do my nigga Al. Don't type of sideways, cause that was oh, definitely delivering dicks, and, and it was. <laughs> See now, my nigga playing all his drops on me, but uh, yeah, any long, uh, my story getting too long. 
But uh, yeah, man, yeah. So that that's my my little daily deal. Fuck it, that's what I'm on. And I'm not supposed to be drinking tonight, but it sucks when I do the show sober. I feel so lost and. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do when I stop drinking. That's another thing that I'm contemplating. But I don't drink any that much anymore. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, you might as well fully play me the whole last 10 minutes. But, uh, shit, what else I got to say since you're just graciously letting me talk? Uh, oh, so here's something interesting. Uh, probably about a year ago, I just started a new job, but about a year ago, my previous job, I hired a young African-American man, and I can, now, I, I knew I could deal with him, but it so happens that I hired him for, for a team that I, I didn't necessarily spend a lot of time with, and suffice to say, he didn't do well. Um, so, I moved on to another company, another opportunity, and he happens to live right down the street. And I've been contemplating uh, whether to, to mess with him. And so tonight I called him, and so I left him a message and told him to call me back. And he just called me back. Now, when he didn't answer, I thought to myself, well, maybe I shouldn't mess with this cat because, you know, he, he did me. He didn't do nothing but be himself, first of all. But being himself was a lot. And do I really want to deal with it? Now, the question is, do I really want to deal with it? I don't know, man. What what do you, what do you feel like? Do you do you jump on back out there for your young people that that need you to see them, but it's gonna definitely act up, or do you just kind of say, I catch you when you get a little experience on you? <sighs> I don't fuck with you. Hey man, I've had to learn. <laughs> business is business, you know what I mean. And keep that's why you know all the Gambinos and Tony Nim and all that said. Keep that shit separated. Keep it separated, man. Um, stretch your neck for these niggas out here, and you know any out Kid niggas on out the way, here. Though. Kid huh? on the way. Kid on the way. But any black man out here know who's, you know, been empowered to hire knows that the hardest thing about fucking with black employees is keeping them away from being black and doing nigga shit. Keeping them away from themselves is the hardest fucking thing to do with they fucking ass. Would you agree, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you try to. I've tried now. I've had success in this in this in this way quite a few times, but there's those 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 couple that you try to give it to them. You're trying to help them understand. Like, look, man, you can't be this way. You know, like that shit's not gonna work. And unfortunately for you, it's 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 me that's the problem because I don't like it, and I'm not gonna tolerate it. You know, and that's the thing because it's like brother, 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 friend. We both black, and I get it. I get it. At the end of the day, bro, you gotta do a good job because I gotta do a good job. You know, and I, and I pride myself on, on making sure I'm a hundred. So 
you know, you got to do the same. You can't be 65 on me wanting me to give you, you know, give you that fucking, what's that, 35 on credit. I can't do it, you know. Now, give you a little time to get there, but I can't just credit you this 35, man, and that's the problem because I don't have, first of all, I don't really have time to be fucking with your shenanigans, and shenanigans are, you know, showing up smelling like weed or late or calling me with a wild-ass story about what happened. and Like, I don't have a lot of time for that. Like, my brain is not built to fuck with that kind of shit. I don't necessarily do that kind of shit. So when you hit me with that, it's already like, ah, oh, man, you, you're being a nuisance now. All right, so you, you now your girl had a baby, but then the, the baby fell out in the middle of Watts. So you ran to the bus stop, but the bus left. Then you caught a cab, but the cab blew up. But you, you made it because you ended up putting out the fire with your piss. And, you know, this whole elaborate oh, like fucking shit, story. Sure, I don't like that shit. Man, and, and, that, and that's, <laughs> that's what got me that's what got me perplexed here. Because baby on the way, and, you know, baby on the way big. Plus, I know you I know you broad. You know, she didn't, she didn't, you know, low ball, like, you know, can you, can you take a shot on her? Like, it's all this good stuff where it's like, damn, man. Now, I'm just completely saying no for my own convenience now. And I don't like that. I feel like, you know, look, if you do a good job, you're going to be straight. But it's just, will you just <sighs> fucking come to work and do your job, man? That's all I want you to do. And that's the hardest part for them. They got to do something else. They got to dip <laughs> off. They got to dip off for too long. They got to not answer their phone. They got to take too long to finish. They got to always do something. Man, and these niggas, man, look, black dudes. I'm black, and I'm very pro-black. But you niggas is really turning me against fucking with y'all. I don't like hiring Mexicans because they, they fucking slick. They, they'll sell you out. At least these niggas, you know what you're going to get. You, you can always call them. They ain't going to sell you out. But they always got their shit, man. They always got something to their mind. I don't fuck with you. I don't want to be like that, man. Don't make me be that way. But you niggas is rubbing me the wrong way as of late. But the motherfucking them goddamn Pisces now, no disrespect. The motherfuckers ain't no better, man. Well, I, I had uh, now. Let's see, let's see. I, I could tell you my score. Just so honestly. Is that my Hispanic bros have done me more better than my black bros, and I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I think I had one Hispanic cat that, uh, and 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 he totally tried to pull some shit on me, but uh, other than that, man, everybody's been you know with the program and doing what they're supposed to do. Um, you know, I've had quite a few black cats doing their thing, so shout out to all my black cats who get it. But it's just, you know, dog, when you try to reach for this cat and you see him, you understand what he need and what this going to do for him. 
but he, he got all his tricks with him, man. He got his bag of tricks, and he don't hesitate to pull them shits out, and you just be like, my goodness, bro. I do not feel like this shit, man. I do not. I got 40 emails from all kind of people. I don't know what the hell they talking about already. Now here you come with a 12-minute story about why you ain't coming to work today. Uh, it's just a lot for me, man, a lot for me. You know, I could tell you that my essay uh, partners, man, they, they you know, they, they showing up. I haven't had, like I said, I had one cat that tried to pull some wild shit on me. Um, but other than that, man, I haven't, I, you know, shit, I can't I can't lie. Um, now, my black cats that's been solid, they've been solid, 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 solid. A1, still, still, still talk to a, quite a few of them from over the years, you know. But, uh, man, I don't know. It's just my younger cats. And and here's the thing, which is about to sound crazy. I keep saying my younger cat, but these motherfuckers be older than me. They be older than me, but they feel like my young niggas. Because they... And that's crazy, man. I just thought about it. Like, all of them is older than me. Yeah, man, I just had to give a nigga damn near 60 a verbal warning today. You know, like a black nigga, like bruh, really, really, am I? Do I have to do this? You know, and you, you know what I'm, hurts. you know, you know where I'm at. Hurts, hurts, hurts. Yeah, but like, and really, that's the cold part. They, they don't know that this dog. I, I never want to have to come to you like, like this. Yeah. And, and and I wish when I came to you like this, it was as simple as, you know what, bro, I got you. That's my fault. Let me. No, it's like, like you're mad or, or you got a big excuse. And like, I'm only talking to you because you're making me talk to you. Like, like dog, be- all I need you to be like, all I need you to do is comply and let's move on. But it's like this whole fucking thing. And then I'm sitting there trying to get back to the point like, look, man, I get all of that. But I need you to be on time. I know so-and-so is late, but I need you to be on time. Is that cool? We just talk about you and let me worry about them. Or, or, or you know, like, thought I get it. Your kid is sick and everybody's dying every day. But look, I need you to be on time more than you're not on time. Is that cool? Answer your phone when I call you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I respond mean, to you, email. Man, clock in, like, you clock in every day so I can keep that clock in, motherfucker, so my boss don't be telling me to tell you make sure my staff is you the only one on the staff that's fucking shit up. And you the only other black nigga. Why is you? Yeah. Why is it now? You? It look like I'm caping for your ass. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and you know, the man, cold part about that is, yeah. But let me let let me end it on it because I feel like maybe people don't get it. The, the cold part is, it's not necessarily nobody else tripping but me. But I'm tripping because why are you? Not doing the right thing here. 
Yeah. Why, 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 why is it you? Like, sure, I can jizz it under the rug. Don't nobody give a shit. You work for me. What, but, but my question is, look, if you so happy to be here with me, and this is so cool that I'm the boss, then why are you doing silly shit? Why is it you, that? Or, or is it that you work in me? Oh, you working me, huh? You playing you me. me. That's what it is. And that's oh, how oh, I you feel like, me? Yeah, you... That's all it is. And once I, I get shit. that feeling about it, that you playing me now, then it's like, dog, you, you, you fully lost. Because here's the thing. any Anybody on any of my teams know. That I'm a rock with you, you know. I'm a, I'm a, you know. You, you, it ain't no. You don't come to work feeling like I might lose my job today. Like dog, you could come say what it is to me, and that's what it is. You know, something going on at home, and you need to, you know, get on. Dog, I don't have none of this kind of bullshit where I'm like, no, your ass need to, you know. Dog, just be honest with a nigga, man. Don't come telling me some elaborate-ass bullshit for the third time this week. How much shit fucking up in you? Ah, ah, you're right. We digress, and I'm getting all off into some other shit. Real life shit, man. Now, you say you want to be the boss. You say you want to be in charge. Well, let me tell you something, buddy. Money's better. Perks are great. But you got to deal with all sorts of people. And regardless of what business, what field, what you do, the hardest part is the people. So being in charge, in most cases, you're going to have to be in charge of people. And each one of them people come with their own set of baggage. And it's all yours. So, you know, strive for the top. I'm not saying don't, don't, don't be the boss, be the boss, be the owner, be all that. But please understand that that response, the reason why they ask you for experience, the reason why they ask you how much experience you have, because they, it takes some time to learn how to fuck with people, to motivate people, to, 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 to keep people within certain expectations, to productivity. Like, it's, it, it takes time to be able to recognize character and, and know how to motivate a specific person with a specific issue like that shit's tough you know so that that's it that's it we can go back to these rapists now you know but. oh shit man we about done with uh fucking you know weirdo week man we got kells out here with a gang of paint on his motherfucking head now kells don't think we didn't see that don't think we didn't see that kells you had a gang of goddamn paint on your head nigga and uh that hairline is not where it that fucking good ass paint you now kills had the good shit because even in the footage when they was wiping him down and he was sweating he was jumping around and all that shit kill shit wasn't running or nothing so whatever the fuck kills yeah. be doing kill shit was solid kill shit was solid so um but you had a gang of paint in your motherfucking head kills and kills man like Overall, girls, you know how niggas feel about you. I don't fuck with you. You a weirdo, kills, and you didn't fuck me up too bad. You know I was too in on you. My family, my 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 daddy favorite song, my goddamn daddy. He's seventy one years old. 
My goddamn daddy's favorite song is Flirt. My every time I come over to my daddy's house, my daddy said, "Hey, Mill, put put Flirt on, put put on Flirt." And he loves Flirt. <laughs> flirt, you know, is he, loved, he loved goddamn Flirt. To take him back to when, when, when he used yeah, to flirt. When he used to flirt with a gang of, of old hearts, bitches, man. old bitches with afros and shit, and you know, pops was a flirt. And to take him back, and he loved to flirt back in his time with bitches with afros and shit like that. So, shit, you you fuck you fuck my whole family up, Kells. <laughs> now, uh, Wacko Jacko. Yeah, that's a tough one. Now, Wacko Jacko, man. Now, we got to end this shit calling this nigga Wacko Jacko, man. Yeah. Do you have any closing remarks for Wacko Jacko? No, man. I'm, I'm through with these rapists, man. <laughs> now, <laughs> Wacko Jacko. I don't fuck with you. Jacko. I don't know what's wrong with the shit. I don't fuck with you. Wacko Jacko, we don't fuck with you. Um, I still love Wacko Jacko. Both these niggas I still love. And I still love Wacko Jacko more than Kills. Because Wacko Jacko is the king. But uh, Kills, Kills is, you know, he's in maybe even Mount Rushmore. How many heads is it in Mount Rushmore? Four? Uh, so. shit. shit. Kells might be on that bitch. You, you got to put Wacko Jacko. Uh, maybe, you know, James Brown or some shit. I don't know. I don't care to do that. But Kells and Wacko Jacko, two of the greatest. And... Along with Bill Cosby, they all going down, uh, and it's a theme here. There's a pattern, as they teach us in white education, there's a pattern going down. There's a theme here. And our greatest are being beheaded and being made to seem as be part of crime that just blacks haven't been associated with. Rapists, dropping roofies and bitches shit, fucking kids, fucking young white men, and um, fucking young children. That's what our, our greatest have been lately illustrated to be. That's the story of 2019. You know, Bill, Bill yeah. let it off. One of our you know, Bill's definitely a pillar in the game, you know, for us. Did a lot for black imagery in the 80s and 90s with the Cosby Show. Un- hands down, the greatest black television show ever to exist, just because of the characterization of it. Just because of how, you know, you had a goddamn doctor and a lawyer, <laughs> you know, black, from black fucking HBCUs. Nigga went to Morehouse and Spillman and shit on the college, on the goddamn show. Nigga, I can't even believe they let that show fly to this day. But they did. Niggas went to college on the show and made spinoffs from the kids from the show going to college. Super dope. Super dope. Super dope. Something you you probably won't ever be able to have to this day. Maybe Blackish got a shot. That show, which I love. 
But digressing, man. Um, sad, sad nonetheless. Bullshit aside, hijinks to the side. You know, very sad nonetheless, man. That some people that were, you know, people we looked up to in our community, Bill Cosby, fucking R. Kelly, and Michael Jackson. Man, Michael Jackson? You kidding me? Michael fucking Jackson? That nigga's Michael Jordan of shit. That nigga's the greatest of shit in the in the ninth in the in the twentieth century. You know, in the twentieth century, this twenty first century. In the twentieth century, the probably the most popular man on earth may be Michael Jackson. Yeah. And this what and this is, yeah, and this what we're this what we're um this where we're at. This is where we are with this man in his death, in his fucking grave now. In his graveyard, you know. It's a shame. This shit is this shit is sickening, man. But uh Genie Genie. They call man. him Wacko Jacko. I remember Over that down. from KSI. Huh? Man, closing remarks, Gene, do do your thing, bruh. Uh, I don't got much, man. Just, you know, keep trying to do your best and keep that first. You know, shit's crazy out here, man. You got to gotta keep some level of sanity and drill in your mind. That's all I got, man. 2019, I'm trying to be a better version of me. Um, You know, nothing wrong with trying to do better, man. Nothing wrong with it. Absolutely, man. And uh, as y'all know, from the basement to the penthouse, it's your boy, Heavy Handed Jay and Eugene, man, the Relatively Black and Fat Podcast. We going to continue to do our thing. We uh, thank y'all for the support. Tell a friend, tell a friend, share, uh, comment, like, you know, let's keep it rolling. Uh, Keep listening. Uh, We can see all the metrics out there. We can see what y'all doing. You know, we can see cats you know, staying faithful out there and giving us a burn every time. We appreciate it. But tell your homeboy about us. Tell your homegirl about us. Fuck with us, though. Uh, we out. It's the Relatively Black and Fat Podcast, man. And uh, Gene, you didn't know I had this one yet. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Hustle, pay the price. Want a slice? Got to roll the dice. That's why. All my life, I've been grinding. All my life, look. I'm- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.